On this episode of Jelly, we say things like... Sometimes the best artists are the ones with tortured minds. So would you say that you are kind? Um, in that sense... Because I wouldn't. Omegle defined, like, early internet... 21. (gasps) Do your thing, 21. 21. What's up, Jelly Beans? Welcome back to another episode of Jelly. Hello, how are y'all oh, doing? Oh, girl, you'd be sounding like a whole demon right there. Not a demon. You need some water? I just drank water. Like you better clear your throat. <laughs> right. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It is, well, it's not Thanksgiving for us yet, but it's literally next week. Isn't right, that crazy? By the time y'all watch this, it's probably going to be Thanksgiving. That's crazy. It just snuck up on me. Or maybe after. Well, if I'm releasing it on time, it's going to be after Thanksgiving. Well, like, no, it's going to be on Black Friday. Oh, on Black Friday. Right, right, right. Is, are, you a, are you a Black Friday fan? I'm really not. Like, I actually, it's rare that I buy something on Black Friday. Same. I have, I don't think I've ever gone in person on Black Friday. Oh my God. Why would you ever do that? That sounds like hell. But the thing is, actually, I really wonder how many people still go in person because I feel like there's so many online places yeah. doing discounts. Right. Why would you even bother going in person? I mean, I'm sure and then for deal like with the chaos. Right. But I'm sure for big retailers like Best Buy, like Target, I, I don't like... I don't know if Best Buy begin people like that. Really? I'd be seeing clips of people like jumping through. Are you serious? Yeah. Cuz um, for me, I always thought the big ones were Walmart. Yeah. Also like Costco do places like that do Black Friday deals? They have to, right? But for Costco, mm, you have to have a membership already for Costco, so I don't think it's as many people going lining up for like But a lot of people have that membership. You're right. Girl, I hate going to Costco. Like I love in their general? stuff. Yeah, in general. I love Why? their stuff, but every time I go it's crowded as fuck. It's always crowded, that's true. There's nowhere I can stand and I I'm usually, you know, with the cart and I'm trying to just peruse the selections, and I cannot stay still, or else someone's gonna run into me. Someone's gonna be trying to push through me. Like it just gets me in a rut. Is that bad? It really is. When do you go? On weekends usually. That's why. See, but, that's what you fucked up, girl. I mean, that's the only time we can go. Well, then that's the only time everyone else can go to. Exactly, which is why it's always busy. You're right. Like I can't just be going on a random Wednesday at like morning. Well. Even then, it's probably crowded. No, it literally would be. So. The worst is fucking Costco gas. That line oh wrap around God. the whole the whole place. Also, trying to park at Costco, like just forget oh, about it at no. that point. Yeah, no. Like you might as well take an Uber from across the street. Or okay, I love their food. Love the pizza. You iconic. like their food? Yes. I have never heard oh, anyone she- say that before. Oh. Comment down below if you like Costco food. That's just not something I'm familiar with. Okay, she really elitist. I'm but, not elitist. But we, but we, I'm just I just never have the opportunity to go to Costco and be like, let me get some pizza, let me get some hot dog. Are you serious? But like, why would I, girl? Because the pizza is literally the cheapest pizza you will find anywhere. Is it good though? It's good enough. It's better than fucking Papa John's. Also, me. I'm not. I I usually don't ever have pizza. Girl, we know we know she don't eat nothing. But like, oh, you so right. I have grilled dinner. Literally, Perry. Just a drop of Tic Tac. And that's all she needs. Right. I'm RuPaul. <laughs> but girl, no. Like, I love Costco food, but sitting in that fucking line and waiting and doing the- Don't they little, have tablets now? They have the little kiosk thing, but then you got to sit around after you put in your order for like oh. 15 minutes, 30 minutes even, and wait for them to give you your fucking order. And then you- And then the worst is when you're eyeing a table- you see a table you're about to run to, you get your food, boom, someone already got that table. Right. And then you're stuck sitting there standing up with your fucking food. It really be Lord of the Flies out there. Fully. Costco. Costco is actually a free-for-all. Like, love her. And it's probably worse on Black Friday. Love her, but... So you're going to travel for Thanksgiving? Yes, I am traveling. Well, good luck, girl. Because apparently it's going to be really, really bad this year with the projected amount of people traveling and there's supposed to be a government shutdown so what's up with this government shutdown i didn't hear about this well 
I, I'm not equipped with all the information, but that's what I heard. There's going to be a potential government shutdown during Thanksgiving week. Like, what are they shutting down? Just everything? So, when there's a government shutdown, that means government workers are not going to get paid. Oh. And so, such as TSA. And so, a lot of people oh. are not going to be trying to go to work like that. So, a lot of travel might get impacted. So, and y'all are trying to go standby. Ooh, she was the night. Yeah, girl. I'm I love really, a frugal queen. I'm really not looking forward to it. Let's just say that. I'm just saying really good luck with that because, especially because you go into a high populated area. Yeah. It, it might be low chances. But you, you're you going to be happy about that. You're right. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you're not trying to see family? I mean, that's not the issue. The issue is traveling standby. For anyone who's traveled standby before, you get it. I have never traveled standby. And let's hope you never have to. I, I think I would be too... I have too much anxiety to go standby. Girl, you have to... It, standby is actually just horrible. Like, you actually have to just be okay with getting your hopes up and down, up and down like a fucking roller coaster. How does it work? You just stay in the air... Like, do you go through TSA already? Yes, you have to go through. And so you, you're at the terminal? Yes, you're at the terminal. Oh, so then you're just sitting there all day? So essentially, you're sitting there all day until they either until you are first on the list, or until they have enough seats to where they can squeeze you on. And then, if there aren't enough seats, or if there's someone who has higher seniority than you, or is higher on the list, or if there's someone who comes last minute, the worst, the worst, is when you're sitting oh, on the fucking plane and someone's supposed to be there, and the person was fucking late. Girl, that's you. That would be you. That would not be me. That would fully be you. That would fully not be me because I have to be... You have to be on time and early to get standby. No, I'm saying the people that are supposed to be on the flight anyway that show up last minute and fuck up everyone else's standby, that would be you. That wouldn't be me, girl, because I don't have money to be doing that. Girl, well, I'm, I'm the standby passenger. Well, once you once you do got money, you would be like that. Well... And everyone would be pissed off at you. Well, period, because in this scenario, I have money, so per. Well, <laughs> I'm happy for you. So, period. Oh my gosh, have you ever traveled first class? Yes, I have. Really? Yes. Um, to where? Was it international or in the U.S.? Um, I've definitely traveled first class domestic many times. Let me think. Okay, so she, re- so 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 <laughs> now she got money. So now she got money. She, she was switching it up real quick. Well, well, no. I mean, if you travel standby, it's literally gonna be cheaper, even for first class. Yeah. To okay, let me think. International. I don't think I've ever flown first class international. I've only flown internationally once in China. First class? Yeah, and apparently it was cheaper. To fly first class? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how it worked out that way, but it did. And I was traveling with my friend, mm-hmm. and we were, like, we were like 17 or something, but they don't have an alcohol limit there. Oh. So we were like, okay, let's hit up some mar- margaritas over here. Not let's get that, some cocktails. And we were enjoying ourselves like as if we were actually the sons of some fucking billionaire or something. Okay. And she ran out that billionaire tab. Right. So Ray. who paid for it? <laughs> no, I think it was included. It was included? I think so. Not even first class like that is in America. I'm trying to think because I don't remember paying for like drinks there. Maybe y'all stole it? Or maybe China's different. That's a gag. Maybe they treat first class even better. That's a gag. Which I would low-key believe. That is a complete gag. Because you you get unlimited drinks, but not unlimited alcohol. No. You gotta pay for the alcohol, girl. I know. I feel like service is different. I've told you this a long time ago, but Chinese airlines or like flight attendants, they all have to be really young and like low-key giving the dolls. Oh yes, I remember that yeah. was on an episode of Jelly. That was a th- that's a throwback, right? That that's that's pre TikTok Jelly, right? Right. And once we get enough subscribers, maybe we'll release those unreleased, right, on Patreon. Our re- our re- redacted videos, and they're actually good. They were good. They they're were not good. even bad. They kind of ate, right? Because we actually, we spent more time on them, <laughs> literally, and we had a real recording booth. So. Right. There's there's a lot of more pros. Right. But anyway, what I was saying is the. Flight attendants usually have to be really young and sexy, while the U.S. standards are just like some any old Karen. Right, any old gay guy. <laughs> That's the real tea. Like, every male flight attendant is probably an F-slur. Oh, fully. Because like, why would you even enter that profession literally, if you weren't? Literally. But they look good in the in the flight attendant outfit. Right, per. They usually never my type. But... So I mean, what we're learning is that no one is your type. Well, per. These days. 
Right. I'm picky picky. Right. But so do you like Thanksgiving? I don't, I mean, it's cute. For what You're not is. feeling the turkey lurkey time? I mean, first of all, I don't really like turkey. I prefer ham. First of all, my family, we don't even be eating turkey like that. Do you guys even celebrate Thanksgiving? We just have a nice dinner. Like, we celebrate it in spirit. <laughs> but, like, the... Does anyone actually celebrate Thanksgiving for Girl, the real yes. thing? yes. What do you mean, yes? Wait, what do you mean for the real thing? Like, for think, the pilgrims? That's what I'm saying. That's what Thanksgiving actually is. It's fucking celebrating colonizing the fucking Indians. Okay, I don't think anyone celebrates that. But... That's what I'm saying. So, no one's actually celebrating Thanksgiving. Everyone just celebrates it in spirit. Like, you just get together with your family, have some turkey. Okay, but to me, I think what Thanksgiving... I mean, it's with every holiday. Like, on Halloween, no one's celebrating St. Hollow. Exactly. So... so when you so celebrate Christmas, that... are you guys actually celebrating Christmas? Like, the religious aspect of it? Well, my family, yes. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> my family, that's the whole point. Right. Wait, what do you... And girl, my family doesn't even want to put up a Christmas tree because it's demonic. I'm not kidding. Not kidding. How is a Christmas tree demonic? Girl, you asked that? Because <laughs> I really got none of the answers. Let's really get your mother on this podcast. Oh, no, no, no. It's not my mom. Oh. My mom is like the liberal one. Oh. That's a gag. Girl, it's my uncle. Oh. Well, there you go. I'm like, he really scares me. But that, that's a different topic. <laughs> I, I don't really like Thanksgiving just because... It's just another day for us, I guess. Well, that's because you literally don't celebrate it. So that's why. <laughs> right. We just, I think the most we celebrate, quote unquote, is getting together and eating. An ice okay. Cream. Okay. Do, does your family invite all your other family? Like, is it a big family reunion? I mean, for us, it's only my parents and my sister. Is your sister even coming this year? She's really not coming to visit this year. So. So. We don't really celebrate it to that extent. It'd be sounding like it's just another family dinner. Exactly. That That's what I'm saying. Well, okay. But I do like Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving is cute. It I is agree. Very Friendsgiving cute. is cute. Friendsgiving is giving, honey. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be um, able to have a Friendsgiving this year. That's, uh... We were talking about... Unless we you might... don't make that flight. Right. Let we... me not manifest that, though. Right. She... We were talking about maybe doing one after Thanksgiving... At but then, point. with the information that I told you, I don't know if it's still going to Oh, you want to talk about that? Not right now, not right now. <laughs> okay, we'll get into it after this. Oh, my lord. But I like Friendsgiving because it actually feels like you are coming together, making dinner, like, exactly collaborative like that. For me, I like Friendsgiving because it's like you get to be around the people who you choose yeah right and the people that you're genuinely thankful for and not not that i'm not thankful for for my family because i am very grateful for for my family but i'm sure everyone has those people in your family who you don't get along with and who maybe exactly don't support you as much as your friends do i feel like thanksgiving is infamous for family drama yeah starting drama starting arguments it is it fully is luckily that hasn't happened for me because you don't be seeing nobody. <laughs> right, right. And hopefully I have no family drama in the in the past, future, or present. Right, let's really manifest. Exactly. But yeah, Thanksgiving is cute. I like the food. I like cooking. But honestly, it's, it's whatever. Have you ever cooked for Thanksgiving before? Yeah, I have. I am not good at cooking, like, traditional Thanksgiving food. But last year, I tried my hand at making stuffing. Oh, Bro, I ate really? that. I ate that. Oprah. It was good as fuck. Did what'd you make it with? I made it with. Did you add meat to it or no? No, because it was a vegetarian thing. But I made it with leftover sourdough bread. Oh, that's cute. It was really good. Stuffing is, um, it's really hit or miss for me. Like when it's yeah. good, it's good. But then there can be really mediocre stuffing yeah. that I don't like. This year, I want to, um, try my hand at making mac and cheese. Yeah, that, that's what I made, I think, two years ago. I made mac and cheese casserole. And then last year, I made sweet potato yams. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I like sweet potatoes a lot. And it's such a classic Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. But what are you thankful for? Because uh, well, that's what Thanksgiving is. Right. About. That's that. That's the part that I do like about it. I like reflecting on your year, reflecting on everything you've accomplished, reflecting on everything that you're thankful for. Yeah. 
So I'm thankful for my job that I recently got. Right. I'm thankful for my degree, being able to graduate and finish college. I'm thankful for my friends and my family. I'm thankful for my boyfriend. I'm thankful for... I'm She's not going to say me. I'm thankful for my friends. Uh, no. I should be ab- above that. Okay. <laughs> I'm thankful for the jouster. Right. She's <laughs> really putting it on for the pod. <laughs> I am thankful for them, girl. Okay. I'm thankful for the ones that support us and don't be leaving the hate comments. How about that? Fully. What you thankful for, girl? I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for my situation now where I can work remote. Yeah. I'm thankful for... For your niece and nephew. Right. Which I still haven't met my my nephew. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. He's about to turn one. I know. Are you serious? Yeah. In like... In another five months? Oh, okay, so he has time. Yeah, there's time. I thought but, you meant, like, soon, soon. But I'm saying he's already existed for almost a year. Yeah, that's crazy. And I still haven't met him, which is kind of crazy. Um, What else am I thankful for? I'm thankful for the the weather now. Like, oh, thank God. the weather's actually so nice. I know. It's so, so nice. Um, I'm thankful for good food. Period. That's always a plus. I'm thankful for good music. Per? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful for good music too. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so so this is something I wanted to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. As I'm okay, so as someone who I know that it was very interesting to witness me go into a relationship because I knew you when we met. I was single. I knew you very much. Very much like I just feel like I never gave off the energy of being in a relationship. Like someone once told me, "You give me forever single vibes." Not that. <laughs> Ooh. But like I also enjoyed. That's rude. I it's hikey rude, but I also <laughs> I also enjoyed being single. Like it was just I also just never really saw myself being in a long term relationship until I was like much older. But then I guess things happen. But so what I was going to say was I wanted to talk to you about kind of looking at someone from the outside, Mm -hmm. looking at your friend who's in a relationship and maybe that relationship. Just how do you deal with that? You know, because seeing your friend go into a relationship and maybe really not be messy. And then maybe the relationship is like toxic maybe or you can tell that that person's not good enough for that person like what do you say how do you do it and then like when someone comes to you to advice for advice how do you console them and like how do you have empathy like do you do you have any experience with that well let me really not be messy betsy because i don't okay. let me give my pageant answers okay today. yes we need the pageant answer well i feel like i've seen a lot of my friends go through boyfriends girlfriends mm-hmm. i've seen the the tides rise and fall and usually i just try to stay away from it <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the thing to do though that I really agree. is the thing to I do agree. and if they come to me for advice which i don't know why they would <laughs> i would i don't know you have to give me more specific example okay 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 so so like a breakup right so like let's say your friend got broken up with have you ever experienced that like how do you comfort them what do you do in that type of situation because i know for me i really struggle to like know the right thing to say right and okay let's role play this okay okay hey girl i need to talk to you about something hey you know me and jeremiah Uh uh-huh yeah we kind of had a really big Big fight. Dick Jeremiah? <laughs> no, the other one. Oh, okay. Medium-sized Jeremiah. But yeah, we had a really big fight earlier, and I'm like still really upset about it, and I think I think we're going to break up. Aw. I, I know. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> Is that all you're going to say to me? I'm like actually in tears. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I need you. I need you. He was too good for you anyway. Do <laughs> you think I'm a loser? Well, Jeremiah told me that. You're supposed to be my 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 girl. Well, I'm fucking Jeremiah now. <laughs> you with Jeremiah? Yes. I turned him gay. How dare you? When M scene. So clearly you are not the one to go to <laughs> for comfort. Right. And we've been knew that. Well, fully. But I feel like that's why we get along kind of well, because we're both like not the greatest. Not the, <laughs> not the Oh my lord. Like I feel like we're both similar in that way where we're good friends to people. I okay. I think it is just some people are better with emotional stuff than other people. Yeah, I think that's like what you. It is. You come to us for for fun, the fun, right? Like okay, like I, I'm obviously not gonna like ditch my friend if like they're having an emotional crisis. Well, obviously, like I'm gonna be there for them. Exactly. But, like I'll be there if you really need me. But it's like I don't know what to do. Like I don't know yeah. how. Like 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 I obviously like okay. So one of my friends. It's going through a breakup right now. And um, you know, consoling them and like texting them. But like I'm like, I don't know, like I feel like I should be doing something more than just texting. Like I wanna be there for them, but also I don't know if they even want me there. Yeah. Cause like what what am I gonna do? Like what am I me physically being there? What is yeah. what will that do? I think what I've heard from people that are better at this than me. Is just to really be there and listen. And that's all. Yeah. Like, you uh, don't really have to say anything. Like, if you say something, it's then, just, like, you know, give the basics. And then that's the other thing. like, because for me, when someone is saying something and venting, my go-to reaction is, let's come up with a solution. Or let's and some come people up, don't want that. Right. Or, like, let's come up with actionable steps that you can take that might help you feel better. And I feel like people, that's a very male versus... I guess it is. Mindset. I guess it is. But then a lot of people sometimes just want to just vent. Yeah. And so I'll ask people, I'm like, do you want advice or do you just want to vent? Do you want words of comfort or do you want steps to solve what is upsetting you right now? Right. And then when it's words of comfort, sometimes I'm not too good at yeah. that because I'm like... Because clearly what we saw. Right. And I'm like, I want to just give you the advice to help you. Like, I don't know. My tactic is like, okay, let's do something that you like. Yeah, like let's, to get your mind off Let's of get it. your mind off of it. Let's distract That's true. you. That's let's, very true. Let's use humor as a way to heal. Let's do something that is not going to remind you of whatever is bothering you. That's the way I would go about it. And that's why when I'm upset... And I hang out with friends. I don't really dump my problems on them because just by being with my friends and hanging out, that's taking my mind off of things. And that's like, good. That's that's actually really good. But some people, I guess, get really enveloped in their feelings, and then even with their even if they're with friends, yeah, they still can't let go, and like they still can't get their mind off of it. Yeah. And like, would you say that you're kind? I was like talking in general. Yeah, because I was talking to Maddie about this. We were trying to figure out what really is the definition of kind. Of kindness? Like, define kindness to me. Treating others with respect but and isn't compassion that just... and empathy. And doing that even when no one's looking and when you don't have to. So is that different from being nice? I feel like being kind is more genuine. Being nice is more... Okay, it's also a thing about like... Are you doing it for external validation or for internal validation to me? So you think kindness is internal? Yeah, I think so. That's how I would define it. I feel like nice. Maybe they're just synonyms. I mean, maybe I'm reaching. They probably are just reaching. (laughs) Right. Like, let's be honest. But I don't know. Like, how do you be kind to someone? You just. Well, okay. Like, kind, maybe like making a donation that you didn't have to. I don't know. Or if someone's like, can you. Someone you don't even know is like, can you pick me up from the airport? And you're like, sure. Maybe that's being kind. Because you don't See, have I don't to know. Do it's really hard for me to narrow down re- really being kindnesses. It's like a combination of being nice, being generous, being selfless. I think selfless is a good way to put it. If you're being selfless even when no one's watching and you have nothing to benefit from it. And also if you're doing being selfless. So just putting yourself ahead of others? Yeah. Or no, the opposite. Putting others ahead of you. Oh, yeah. 
the Freudian slip. Right. <laughs> so would you say that you are kind? Um, in that sense. Because I wouldn't. Girl. You, I would say quite the the opposite. Well, girl, I'm going to say for you too. You're a kind bar. Oh, period. That's the most kind you are. Well, okay. So she's making me seem like a horrible person now. You, you, you kind of a bitch. Girl, I'm, re- I'm really not, though. I'm really not. Okay. I'm not rude to anyone. But in the sense of putting others before me, I, if you're my good friend, or if you're my partner, or if you're like my family and you're in like a really really tough place i will go out and help you of course like on your own accord or would they have to ask you first well they would have to ask me i'm not a mind reader (laughs) (laughs) but so that's see that's what i'm saying that's what some people would define as kind like they would without asking they would try to set out and like but how am, you. I, how am I supposed to know if you need help if you don't ask? Well, that that's where the the definition is confusing me. Because some people is like, you should have known to just come help me. I shouldn't have to ask you That's to come ridiculous. Help me. That's stupid as fuck. I mean, I'm telling you, that's how that's, some people think. That's entitled. That's, that's just not that's just not how your brain works, but that's how I mean, some people work. I mean, right, and I'm saying that's entitlement if your brain works like that. Because, like, people have their own lives. Like, no one's going to be thinking about you 20 Yeah, but people just have different expectations for friends. You're right, and some people's expectations are really unrealistic. To you. You're right to me. I mean, I'm not saying I disagree with so you because I I think similarly. Maybe I am kind of a bitch, right? <laughs> there you go. So we're really unraveling this. I just I don't think that's bitchy. I really don't. Well, like I think that that's. Do you think your having, your friend? That's, I think that's called being having adult communication. Do you think your friend that's going through it right now expects uh, a little more from you? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I texted her like a long paragraph, and she did not respond. <laughs> so I don't know if I said something wrong. Well, I'm hoping she just at work and she don't got time to. Respond. That's the other thing. Like trying to comfort someone, you could say the wrong thing and make it worse. Exactly. Exactly. Like I literally spent like an hour trying to write a response to her. And especially if it not just involves you. Like if you're trying to put yourself in between two people. Oh, and I never try to do that. You could become the target. Exactly. So exactly. It's, it's... And then the worst is when. Someone breaks up with someone, and then you're like, girl, fuck him. He was never good enough for you. And then she get back with him. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now I'm target enemy number one, because I told you to you, you just need to know your strengths. If you're good at conflict management like that, maybe you, you got it. Right. But like, if it, you're the mediator, then go for it. Right. But if you know that's just not the type of person you are... Exactly. Don't try to get yourself in between two people. You, you might don't work do worse. You might, don't do it. You might make yourself the target. Fully. Just, just don't. And then the friend might hate you. And then the boyfriend definitely gonna hate you. Right. And so, girl. And you always know the boyfriend got more, more pulled than the friend. Let's be honest. Well, it's it's always an awkward situation when you're like, you are friends with someone. And then your friend gets in a relationship with someone. And then you all kind of become friends. But then in that situation, when they break up, who oh, you remain friends with? Oh, that's the worst. Like, it'd be kind of funny if you actually become better friends with the boyfriend and then you dump your friend that you were friends with first that'd be evil <laughs> that'd be me that'd be evil oh i thought you, you Girl, she really she really hearing things <laughs> is the freudian hearing I, i'm saying you should enunciate how about that well period so speaking of i forgot what i was gonna say oh music Mm-hmm. Okay. When were we speaking of music? Weren't we talking about music at one point? <laughs> you said a brief comment about music. <laughs> you said I'm thankful for music. Well, you know what? I'm not here for. I'm not thankful for transitions. How about that? You're right. And so, speaking of transitions, transition to music. So the Grammys are going on this year. Are you a Grammys fan? I mean, is anyone a Grammys fan? Some people religiously watch it. Not that girl. I used to. I mean, I would not say I'm a fan. I just think it's a cool award for artists. I don't even think that anymore. I think the Grammys just actually lost almost all its prestige. I think that the fucking nominee nominee committee is, like, dumb as hell. I mean, it's kind of crazy that every form of art needs some sort of award. Oh, award. Yeah. There's, like, an award for everything. I think it's good that there is an award for stuff. Some of the awards are definitely not taken as seriously, though. Right, but I'm just saying that it's interesting that 
in almost every field there is some kind of award yeah you're right to almost just like validate humanity that you're doing a good job well yeah i mean i think that's a good thing because people whether you say that you create art for yourself or not humans enjoy external validation definitely and it feels good to have external validation do you think art is meant for other people or for the artist that's the age-old question i think it's really a mixture of both but i think at the core of it it's for the artist well also it depends on what type of artist you are some artists have openly said they make music just for money yeah like you know who said that who cardi b oh and i mean i respect her that's for so real it. though i respect her for saying that because like if you're not making money she would be doing something else exactly girl she has many different avenues she could do right so but for me it's like i've gotten back and forth on this like i really i love art but if i make art and no one sees it would i really like it i don't know really you wouldn't like so you liking your own art isn't enough i think it is you but even it, like your own art i mean i if, do so no, if no one validated your art for you would you like it within yourself i mean yeah but i just i'm the type of person that i i just don't see the point of keep on doing it if no really? one sees it so, really that's interesting like i think it's cool to do as a hobby and everything so so like you don't because think about like um famous people not famous people but like like picasso in the olden days well not i don't know about picasso himself, van gogh. but that was gonna say van gogh you know picasso's not that old i didn't know that he's like he's like only over 100 years old or something like that still pretty old. actually when did picasso die hold on but uh, what, I, what I was going to say about Van Gogh is that Van Gogh, during his lifetime, complete nobody, actual bum, and nobody I mean, knew he was also kind of crazy. Literally schizophrenic. Picasso literally died in 1973. That's a guy. Right. So it's not even that long ago. I didn't know that. That's really interesting. But, um, yeah, no one knew who he was, and he didn't become famous until literally after his death. Right, let's let's pull a Ouija board out here and ask him if he enjoyed what he did. I think for him it was more of a necessity. I think he didn't know how to survive without Did he art. even make money off of art? No. So how did he survive? He didn't. He was homeless and he, like, died. Oh, so... I think he, like, had... So a... I would say he probably did not enjoy... He probably didn't art. enjoy it, honestly. <laughs> but and that's what I'm saying. Art was his lifeline. Yeah. Like, it was the one thing for him to keep his sanity. Right because he was so, also very talented he was very he was very talented but very they said that his style his iconic style didn't like emerge until he had schizophrenia that makes sense you heard about that no i've never heard that but that makes oh. sense to me because he started like seeing shit yeah that makes sense well anyway let's well the, back the, to the sometimes the best artists are the ones with tortured minds yeah but yeah okay back to the grammys do you care about the grammys this year Sure, let's say I do. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, so I have just three categories here that okay, so first we were trying to talk we were trying to discuss the difference between record of the year and song of the year. Okay, so record of the year is it recognizes artists, producers, and engineers that contribute to the song. Okay, so everybody. Right. So so in music such as hyperpop, I feel like the production of it is more important. Okay. Right? But song of the year is about the composition of the song and the songwriters. Hmm. <laughs> That's a very delayed response. Girl, are you not hearing the words that I just said? I mean, I hear it, but I'm just trying to see. So are songwriters not included in record of the year? I think it's more about the production. So record of the year is more about the production. Song of the year is more about the actual song lyrics. Yeah. Okay. And the I, composition. Of the okay, song. then I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, so it's production versus lyrics, essentially. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Interesting. So there's 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 differences between the best record of the year and best song of the year. But there are overlaps that got nominated. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we could go over those. So for best record of the year, these are the songs that they've nominated. Worship by John Batiste. Which I am not familiar with. Okay. Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Okay. Also don't know that. Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Which I'm a little gagged about. What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. That song got nominated for a lot, actually. That did. It's it's a really good song. It is. It's a phenomenal song. It's what actually I think it's my favorite off the Barbie soundtrack. Oh 
the enjoyment. On My Mama by Victoria Monet. Girl, Victoria Monet ate down. I'm so glad she's getting discovered now. What does she eat down? Her. Just everything? I mean, she dropped a new album. And I'm just saying all of her stuff is four plus four. Well, purr. I am happy for her that she's leaping out of Ariana's, Ariana's shadow. Yeah. Although, can she ever really leap out of Ariana's shadow? I think so. I hope so. For her sake. Then Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo, of course. Then Antihero by Taylor Swift, and then- which I okay. Let me not get the Swifties coming for me. Actually, what? Just say your piece. I'm just saying. I feel like of the songs she released, that's not my favorite at all. What would you say your favorite is on that midnight? Of the new album, which I don't even remember a lot. I me like neither. what's a, a like a bigger sky or something. What's it called? I don't know that one. A whole new sky, big huh. sky. Okay. And then Kill Bill by SZA. Period. That's a good song. Oh, wait. What was that? Off that of? was Record of the oh, Year. Oh, Record of the so Year. So if okay. you were in charge of the Grammys, what would you choose out of those? Who To win? Yeah. Oh, well. I would choose What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. For Record of the Year? I would maybe song. Based on the ones that I've listened to. I, I would say heard. maybe Song of the Year, but I would choose maybe Kill Bill. For the... Okay. Okay. is a stand, so... And then for song of the year, a little bit, a lot more random of a selection. We got A&W by Lana Del Rey and Jack Antonoff. Antihero Again by Jack Antonoff and Taylor Swift. Butterfly by John Batiste. Dance the Night Away by Dua Lipa and Mark Ronson. Watch me. Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Kill Bill by SZA. Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo and what was I made for by Billie Eilish? Wow, so there are a lot of similarities actually. Okay, so based on just writing, I would say again, what was I made what was for? I made for? Okay. It was a it's a very well written song. So beautiful, just so beautiful. <laughs> Why is she laughing, girl? I can't say it's beautiful. Okay, so, so here's beautiful. here's here's the controversial thing. Best new artist. Yeah. So here is the list for best new artist. Gracie Abrams, you know who she is? Yeah. Okay. She opened for Taylor Swift. I actually like some of her songs. With Fred Again, you know who that is? No. Fred Again? Fred Again. Fred Again. Again? No. He's an electronic EDM producer. Oh. Then Ice Spice, of course. She's gonna win. Of course. She's gonna win. Jelly Roll, you know who that is? That's us. Right, it's some bitch trying to come for our aesthetic. Right, like, <laughs> like we were first. We let's talk really about were it. First. So, but we he, should have been copied our our brand. Totally but he's he's like a country singer. Oh well, I really would not know. Right, Coco Jones. I don't know who that R&B. is. R and B. This is why I don't know who the fuck this is. Noah Kahan. Noah Kahan. I don't know her. Right, Noah. I don't even know her. <laughs> and then Victoria Monet. Mm, wait, Vic- no, Ice Spice is still gonna win. But Victoria, Victoria Monet, I feel like is very close. <laughs> but I was saying that I'm kind of gag that Troy Sivan isn't on there, even though I know he's not new at all. But I feel like this is the first time he broke really into the mainstream. I mean, to be fair, Victoria Monet is not new either. Exactly, she's been around for quite a That's while. That's what I'm saying, and this is the first time she broke into the public eye. So kind of gag. Troy yeah, Sivan wasn't I, on there. I am in gag. Troy Sivan isn't on. I'm also gagged that um Renee Rapp isn't on. And Tate McRae. And Tate McRae, yes. They both had a lot of um mainstream pull. Yeah. I think this year especially. Yeah. And I have a little note here. Tate McRae is for the straight girls, but Addison Ray is for the gays. I see. I don't even listen to Addison Ray. But very much Tay McRae's stuff is is giving TikTok core. Yes. Giving main FYP core. Fully. Because, what's that one song? Greedy. I, myself. I don't even know. I mean, it, it's all right. Well, per. All right, let's move on. So the next category that I'm reporting on is best pop dance recording. Okay. This is the gay section, essentially. Over here. So we got Baby Don't Hurt Me by David Guetta. Which is really the straight corner. Fully. Baby Don't Hurt Me by David Guetta and Marie and Coyle Ray. Then Miracle by Calvin Harris Which is and also Ellie the Golding. Other straight corner. It's really not though. That song was a big gay song. Are you serious? Yes, it was. 
Just not in this country. It was big in the UK. I'm gagging. Yes. That song's a bop, though. It's actually good. Is Ellie Goulding with, with, with the girlies these days? Ugh. She's not doing much these days. <laughs> so, that's why I'm gagged. She's she not doing much. But th- that was her one breakthrough. Okay. Then, of course, we got the gay gays with <laughs> Padam Padam by Kylie, Kylie Minogue. We already know. Right. Then, I've never even heard this song. And I don't know why he's allowed to be nominated twice, but one in a million. Oh, I'm gagged. David Guetta's on here. Yes, again. one in a million by David Guetta and BB Rexa. Ooh. David Guetta literally has a two in five chance of winning. Yeah, like that's fucked up. And then last but not least, at all, shocked to see it, but happy to see it. I'm not shocked. Rushed by Troy Zavon. He's never really been. He's never really been acknowledged by the Grammys before, though. No. Until this. That's why I'm saying I'm gagged he's not on new Best New Artist. To be fair, though, Best New Artist is people who... I mean, I don't know. Like, they just only nominated him for one thing. Yeah. So maybe maybe next year. But his album is actually really good. It actually good. is really it's good. It's really good. Like, I can't even hate. It is good. <laughs> it is good. Is like, it... he did really well. It's much better than his last album. Uh-huh. I'll say that. And then last category, best rap song. Wait, wait, who 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 do you think would oh, okay. win the best pop? Okay, okay. Honestly, I'm giving it to Rush. I I, I was gonna say Rush. I'm giving it to Rush. Like love Kylie. Right. Love Padam Padam. Padam Padam. But I feel like Rush is just a better dance. Song. Rush is just a better song. Yeah. Padam is very it's actually really short. It is short, yeah. I didn't realize that, but for me, I for me, if I'm in the club, I would hear like if I hear Rush. I'm I going. mean, I would go crazy for both. I would right, right, but something about Rush is that last sensation. Yeah. like it gets it gave, everybody dancing, like all the gays dancing. Padam Padam also can get me dancing, but not the same way. Right. And Rush has like a groove to it, like the drums. Like Rush makes me want to rush. Right. Per. <laughs> Okay, it's the last category. Okay. Best rap song. Which I really am very far removed from. But you know these. Some you know some, some of these. these. Okay, so first is Attention by Doja Cat. Which wasn't the biggest I, I don't even know if I know that one. Then number two, Barbie World. That's per Nicki Minaj, Ice Spice and Aqua. Then Oh wait, Aqua's on there? No, but they have it listed. Sampled, right? Yeah, sampled. Okay. Then Just Wanna Rock by Little Uzi Vert, which that song came out like last year. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm very, very far removed from rap. And then last one, Rich Flex by Drake and 21 Savage, which. Is that the 21? <gasps> Do yes, your thing, is. 21, yes, 21. Is. Okay, so she know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, per, that should win. Well, who would you pick? Probably Barbie World. Fully Barbie Let's be World, honest. girl. Fully. Like, but is that is that just because we're biased? It like, is, but it's also just the best song. It is a really good song. Like I love Doja, but you're not beating Barbie World. Also, I thought I thought Gore Hills was gonna be on there for Doja Cat instead of Attention. But is that even considered a rap song? Uh, it it's is not. The no? song is not. It's like it's like low key rap. It's like spoken <sighs> rap. I guess. I don't know. I guess the Grammys didn't think so. Well, do your thing, 21. Do your thing. And per. I'm a, I'm a Drake stand now. Well, there you have it. But I was going to say, so for new artists and uh-huh. emerging artists, who do you think has a good chance of making it to the Grammys? Or should? Or, okay, right, right. Or in general, who y'all should get on and listen to and, and really get in your playlists? Yes. Okay. So some artists that we're recommending. Okay. So do you want to do? I'll do one. You do one. Sure. Okay. So I would say my first is this one artist, Hemlock Springs. Mm-hmm. She's really cute. She's like alternative black girl vibe. She like makes like pop mixed with like like indie almost yeah. like like really eclectic indie pop. I would say. Yeah. She has this one She's song. She's cute. She's just not really my vibe. I think that she needs to grow more into her sound. I agree. She has one phenomenal, phenomenal song, self-produced, by the way, because she's talented like that, called Girlfriend, Obsessed. And she released a new EP that it's really good also. And I'm excited for her to grow into her sound and to find her vision as an artist. Like, 
to really pinpoint mm-hmm. it because she's really new in her career. Yeah. But she has a lot of potential and I like her a lot. Right. I'm rooting for her. Okay. My pick is Twee. Is spelled T-H-U-Y. She is... I think she's from California, but um, from Vietnam, maybe? Like, originally? I don't know. But anyway, she does, like, R&B pop stuff. She has a very similar sound to Ariana during her Sweetener era. Really? Yeah. I think she is a really, really good um, artist. A lot of her songs are really good. And I think has the potential of being, like, mainstream pop. And I don't know why it's not blowing up on TikTok. Maybe it did. Maybe I've I definitely just... heard the name before. I don't know if it's just because of your story. <laughs> it's probably because of me. Yeah, it's like probably because of your story. Her. But yeah, y'all should listen to Twee if you're into like girly pop, like Ariana Grande. Um, and support my Asian girlies, you know. Right. Okay, my second one He's honestly already pretty big on TikTok, honestly. So I don't even know if he needs the shout out. But um, David with a four. Yeah, I'm sure y'all heard. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that romantic homicide song. Right. I honestly, when that song came out, I was over it. I was like this fucking stupid ass TikTok song overplayed as fuck. And then I actually, by chance, was like listening to his album. I was like, let me give it a try. Let me just listen to it. It's actually really good. And I was really taken aback by how good it was. He has a very unique sound. Very unique sound. He can play the piano. Mm-hmm. And I was watching an interview of him that he did with like Spotify, I think. And so down to earth. Yeah. So humble. Just you can tell that he's Didn't like. Did he open for someone really big recently? He might have. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. But so humble. I love his music video aesthetic too. He has a very clear aesthetic in his brain and him and his brand have developed a very cool cinematic world for um, him and his visuals. Mm. I just don't see many artists doing things this big in this day and age with such a distinct sound yeah. and image. Yeah, Most people these days are just half-assing it. Just recording some shit in their bathroom with like like most people these days aren't some of these some of these indie indie artists their sounds are like a little too indie for for my vibe it's like giving not produced at all giving i recorded it in my bedroom and there's a time and place yeah but for me i've always been also the type of person who prefers maximalist production and i also prefer clean cleanliness in the mix i, I really enjoy i really appreciate like clean produced music yeah that's me too i'm not very maximal so though okay so my pick for my number two is ryan Beatty. i think that's how you say it mm-hmm. so he's also like giving white twink vibes but i would like say choice he- of mamba r&b he's not r&b oh he's not no oh, okay. he's like he's like indie pop i guess if y'all enjoy like sort of a little bit of justin bieber sound um, but like more Fsler. I think y'all would enjoy it. He has really pretty writing in his songs. Um and very it's like mellow ish, mellow pop. So that's Well, my I should check him out. Yeah. Because I only know one song by him. Oh. My next one is underscores. So a little bit more on the wild side. She's this hyper pop artist and she makes kind of like a mixture of everything. I would say rock to folk sometimes to like punk. Very, very, very eclectic. And if you have a wide, if you like hyper pop and you, if you like hyper pop, you'll like this essentially. If you don't like hyper pop, you will probably hate it because it's Is that a band? No, one person. Oh, okay. But the music is so well produced that it sounds like a fucking band. It's just phenomenally produced, actually. And you would never imagine that it's one single person doing everything. Work. So, yeah, very, very talented. Okay, my next pick is Weston Estate. They are a group. Um, And what kind of music do you think... Would you describe it? I would say like lo-fi, like yeah, indie like, rock. Yeah, yeah, indie rock. Alternative. For sure. They recently opened for Keshi. Yeah, I did see that. So I think they're very up and coming and they're some of our peers. Right. So yeah. <laughs> So gotta support them. Right, gotta support the logo girly. I'm actually shocked that they have gone as far as they have. Not Yeah, not gonna lie. They, we don't have many people make it out of Some of them went to school from. with you. 
And with me, I guess. Yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that part. Well. They can figure it out if they want to. Well, okay. Okay, so then my next one is another artist that I think that a lot of people on TikTok would probably know. Her name is Barely Human with a six. Um, I would think she makes scenes. I'm, okay, what? can we just talk about these artist names with the fucking numbers? Why? And like trying to change it up. I'm like, y'all, I cannot understand what these numbers are anymore at this point. Like, we are all trying to go for Elon Musk's son's name. Oh lord, XAE12. Literally. Like, can we just can we just stick with? It's because they're running letters. out. Of, they're running out of names. There's literally. I was. I read this thing that there's. We're crossing the threshold of one billion songs being released. Wow! Like in a year. No, 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 in total. In total, like on streaming. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. So to stick out in the crowd, girl, they gotta come up with something that people gonna remember because half right, the that, name's already taken. That is so difficult to search up. I mean, you just have to just type it. You're right, but, but when someone says "barely human," yeah, you, that's true. You can't, you can't say the name exactly. That's true. So because you, 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 you gotta say David with the four and without the I, literally, or like <laughs> or like Jake with a V, right? Jake with a V, or like yeah, the SEO is it's not smart. But then if you have a, a word that's just a word, for instance, underscores, a lot of people might have it. Like, people just look up underscore is going to give them, like, the fucking actual Like, the actual symbol. underscore. Right. So. so then you would have to be, like, underscore artist. Right. You gotta you gotta just have a unique name at this point. Yeah. Just be born with a unique name. Like right. Born. Go with, like, how drag queens make make their names. Where your street name or your, your street address and then, like, your dog's name or something. Well, that might work for drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> well, drag queens got cool names. You're right. I, I guess. I don't know. But okay, back to Barely Human. She like makes like scene core, also hyper pop, more like dance electronic music though, kind of mixed with like rap a little bit. It's very interesting. Check it out if you like scene core, MySpace music. Right. Okay, my next pick is Austin. It's spelled A S T N. Y'all might have heard some of his covers on on um famously he covered Billie Eilish's um I don't, I forgot the name. Anyways, <laughs> but okay. he does R and B stuff. Um, and he did a lot of covers, but he has a lot of original music. And I think he's really good, especially. I don't listen to a lot of male. That's actually not true. I, I do listen to a good amount of male R and B artists, but I would say of them, he has a really unique voice and very talented. And if y'all like R and B, you should definitely check him out. And for my last one, I think this is also an artist that TikTok is very well acquainted with. And her name is Ayesha Erotica. She is this... She's a doll, video vixen. Love. Who... She kind of, like, faded away from obscurity. She had a huge, prolific music catalog. Then she dipped away for, like, Four years. In that four years, she gained a huge fan base on TikTok. And 2023, she has announced that she's back from her hiatus and she's releasing new music. So I'm going to go urge everyone, if you are an Asia Erotica fan or if you've ever even heard one of her sounds on TikTok, which you all definitely have, then go check her out. Check out her new music. Work. That's Aisha Erotica spelled normally. Right. And my last pick is Arlo Parks. If y'all like people who sound like Billie Eilish, who sound like Phoebe Bridgers, I think you'll definitely like Arlo Parks. She has... She's very talented. She's very talented. Um, I would say she is a little... She has a more brighter sound than Billie. Um, it's less whispery. Yeah. And a lot of um, sad songs for sure. So if you want to get in your feels in your sad boy hours, make sure you check out Arlo Parks. I'm I'm ready for Arlo Parks to be mainstream. Also, she opened for Billy a couple years ago, maybe oh, last really? year. Um, but not. I think in only the UK shows. I want I want her to have a breakout hit though. Yeah, like she she got to write that one song. That's her gonna type be her, of music is hit. hard to break out, though. You're right, but I, she could do it. I think she could. I think if she starts branching into how the new style of TikTok music is going, and like that cinematic route, where if you pair it with a video 
um that looks good then i think she could break out oh yeah a lot of it's based on like your videos yeah because nowadays songs that blow up have to be kind of cinematic sounding has to accompany some kind of visual exactly because people are finding new music on tiktok tiktok is a visual based app yeah so So the music's no longer enough it's also i hope she gets a better marketing team oh are they bad well i just i've never seen anything from her in the mainstream. me neither yeah so hopefully she can do it i mean she's known here and there but it's not the same it's not it's she not. needed a better marketing you're right she could get a good feature too maybe off of like phoebe bridgers maybe even billy should honestly feature her uh oh you you mean her on a billy song or yeah. billy on one of her songs no no billy should feature her yeah that would help or her. the other way but like i don't think billy would yeah that, that she would not right. it would help her but i think that maybe they're a little bit too similar yeah but that's why i feel like it would work out you're right you're right but okay per okay those are our artist suggestions that's our artist suggestions let's move on to one final piece of news is that omegle has finally shut down r.i.p you know r.i.p to omegle i was gonna say that we should go on omegle and like do something i know it'd be really that would have been iconic it would omegle is very sus very sad. Like your information probably could get leaked. Oh, girl, and everybody had the fucking IP grabbers. Yeah, but I Omegle just defined such a period of internet history. Omegle defined like early internet, 2010s internet. Like we grew up on that shit. It was ahead of its time. Now TikTok Lives are basically an enhanced version of Omegle. It is, but it's a lot different because TikTok Omegle is like you were having a conversation. TikTok Live is still you are the person and then you have an audience. Yeah, yeah. But you can you can join or like request to join. You can, people. but the person has to accept you. It's more control. It's a lot more control. Omega. So we'll ne- we'll never have something like Omega again. Right. And it's sad. It was it such sad. a cultural moment. Mm-hmm. You know, did was it a place where strange guys Sh- and children would, would whip out their dicks exactly. and be jacking off? Girl, yes. that would happen every other screen. <laughs> yes, it would be. Right. I'm not gonna say it's not, but when in between those dicks, you could have good conversations or you funny could. moments or like just and early do TikTok, funny shit. Um, was a lot of Omegle reposts. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of um, like 2020 TikTok was. People oh, you're right. Yeah. I remember that now. You're right. So, I mean, such a definitive part of our childhood. It's sad. And the the Gen Alpha will never know it. Maybe for the best, honestly. Cause so it's they for can't the get greater groomed. good. <laughs> it's truly for the greater good. Like, I think it's shutting down literally because they're getting sued because of it's such an easy platform to groom kids on. I don't know if they're getting sued or not, but I know the creator was like, I can't in good conscience keep going with this, knowing all the shenanigans that have been going on. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. I feel like they could have kept going if he teamed up with a, like a bigger tech company or something. But it's like revamped it. Who would want to be associated exactly. with something like that? Exactly. And is it even profitable? Probably it's not. really not. Probably not. It's really not. So it's sad though. We're losing so many like cultural staples to the internet. The only There's, thing is to look forward and make new things. They're literally sanitizing the internet. The internet that we used to have, where we used to have anything that we mm-hmm. wanted, it was the Wild West. Pirating was right. like easily done. That shit's over. Oh, everything's going to be carefully calculated. Exactly. Carefully uh, controlled. We're going to only be allowed to go to a, a handful of websites. Girl, the year is starting to look like 1984. Literally, so... literally, girl. 1984 was a documentary. <laughs> at this, at this point, it, it's truly a foretelling of what's to come and is. Well, let's look on the bright side, though. What's the bright side? The bright side is it's Thanksgiving next week. <laughs> you know, there's never any Thanksgiving music. Because why would there be? It's turkey lurkey time. Except that one, exactly. But I feel like every other holiday. Well, not every holiday. But, like, the big ones, Halloween has kind of music associated with it. Christmas has music. Because those are iconic holidays. But Thanksgiving's also iconic. I guess it's only iconic for America. Though. It's literally only an American holiday. Yeah, you're right. Like, other countries don't even celebrate it. So, not shocking. Well, I hope y'all have some good gravy, some good turkey, some good cranberry. 
What else do people eat? <sighs> Stuffing, yams. Right. And, greens. and remember to be thankful. Right. And be thankful. And remember to be stuffed. Oper. In more than one way. Oper. And on that note, if you guys enjoyed our conversation today, make sure you subscribe. And follow. And share. And like the video. And leave a review. Oper. All right. Bye, Jelster. We'll see you after Thanksgiving. Bye.